George. Hello. And we are joined by our friend Tom. Hi there. I'm Tom of Park Comic Society, second year at U- University of Leeds. Yeah. You you are the uh, my social secretary, which is an unofficial committee position. Yeah, I wanted a position, but uh, and then we were talking about it, and I was going to get it, but we never actually voted for it. So I tell everyone I am it, even though I'm not actually anything. <laughs> <laughs> it was really mad. It was like the last time we did a, any voting, there was uh, three candidates and no one opposed them, so, you know. Might as well just have the position yeah. anyway. I actually had to buy membership that day. Didn't have it <laughs> all year. <laughs> <laughs> You're not selling yourself. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I bought again this year, so I have you know paid, even though my membership did last till April 2015. No, <laughs> no. You, you bought it last year. It was last year's membership. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I bought another one, so not. not I actually haven't paid for membership this year yet. Because you haven't printed cards yet, so I'm not going to do it. Why? You know, it's Miranda's job, you know, but social when... secretary. <laughs> I've already got my 10% discount from Traveller Man and Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we, we do not speak of other societies, Thomas. <laughs> as far as you're concerned, there's only one society. <laughs> no. Yeah. D- despite the fact that I don't even go to that university anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um... Well, before we we get onto the episode, I'll just I'll just ask you a few questions about comics and stuff. Um, awesome. How how did you get into reading comics? Well, I've always been into like the uh, like the DC animated stuff and like the animated stuff in general. But then when I was at university, uh, I met Sammy, who I think she's been on the podcast before. Yes. And yes, she was like, "Come to comics, come to comics." And I was like, "I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do it." And in the end, she physically dragged me about <laughs> November. And I was like, everyone got me into it more. Then after that, I got like a, because I'm lazy, don't like read my room. I got like the app on my iPad, and I started buying crap ton off that. And yeah. then I just started reading like, uh, I read a lot of Teen Titans, uh, Superboy, Superman, a lot of like the supers, Kryptonian stuff, uh, Supergirl. Um, I've also read, uh, what was it? I read Deadpool just because it's Deadpool, and uh, I read a lot of uh, what like miniseries. Yeah. Like a, like one of my favourites is Old Man Logan. Old Man Logan, love really Old Man cool. Logan. But one of my other ones is just that makes me laugh, even though it's quite messed up. Is uh, Marvel Zombies? Yeah. yeah, it's messed up, but it's one of my favourite like miniseries of all time. Brilliant. So you've possibly just answered my second question anyway. But if you had to pick like one comic, like one run or, or one like miniseries or whatever, what would be the one thing you would pick as your favourite? Miniseries. I would see. I absolutely love Marvel Zombies, but as a favorite, I do like Deadpool kills Marvel Universe. Fair enough. I think that is just. I just think it's because it's it absolutely destroys the fourth wall. 
Yes. The whole premise of it is like, I'm not going to do any spoilers, but the whole premise of it is literally just throwing the fourth wall down. I mean, that's what Deadpool is about to a lesser extent anyway. I mean, he talks to you directly. But yeah. He doesn't try and tear the wall down. Like in this one, he actually yeah. is trying to reduce, reduce it to rubble, which I like. <laughs> it's like, f- fuck you, Canon. <laughs> it's just like mixing the two worlds. It makes it more like reality, and I like the idea of Deadpool being real. Cool. Scary, but cool. <laughs> oh, that is a terrifying thought. <laughs> Deadpool was actually real. Yeah, which then leads in quite nicely into the next volumes of Deadpool Kills. <coughs> yeah. Which, yeah, obviously, the next volume was Deadpool Killustrate, where he goes after uh, literary characters. Then Deadpool Kills Deadpool, I think was the one after that. Yeah. Then there's been about seven series since, but the one after that was um, Night of the Living Deadpool, which is a zombie one. Doesn't he kill Pope was... Hollis at one point? Yeah, that was in the Deadpool Killustrate, which was, <laughs> was just, that was weird. Um, yeah, and there's been so many since. Versus Carnage, versus X Force, versus Hawkeye is the current one, I think. Yeah, yeah, because F- fuck you. Yeah, and Deadpool versus Hawkeye. I'll be sure. Mini series, <laughs> get in the dough. So, yeah, that is but... one panel. <laughs> so now that everybody knows Tom, that's that's all you need to know about him. I'm not very good at bowling yeah. either. Ever? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which which we're not going to apologise about our comments in the first uh, podcast. <laughs> so today we're mostly going to be talking about. TV shows, both live action and and the animated shows. But I think we'll start with there's been a current spate of like DC live action shows. With uh, Arrow's been going for a little while, and then Gotham is a few episodes in, and The Flash had its first episode last week. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen the first episode of The Flash. So do you guys want to talk about that first? Because you both seem to to like it. Yeah. Um. Well, The Flash. It's a well, it's a spin-off from Arrow, and um, I think some point during the second series of Arrow, um, Barry Allen was introduced, who yeah. obviously is the alter ego of, of The Flash, and he was um, obviously introduced as his um, for his day job as a CSI investigator, and that's pretty much where the um, pilot picks up from, basically after he comes back from Starling City. Yeah, the whole point, the reason why he gets there is because the... Uh, the the version of Solomon Grundy that is in Arrow, it's like he's just like a guy who's got super strength, but his name is like Solomon, and then he likes poems and stuff, so he's, he's the Solomon Grundy version. And because he's someone with super strength, Barry Allen sees that and sees it's like this like wonder thing. Like he's because you know his origin is that you know um, yeah his his mum's his mum's been killed by some sort of supernatural yeah. force, and he's trying to investigate. He investigates basically. all supernatural forces you can hear about. That's the reason why he was in the Star Star City. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so he goes there to investigate, then he meets Oliver Queen, and then Felicity likes him. And then Oliver Queen gets, like, poisoned, and because of what he does, he knows chemicals and stuff. So Felicity's like, right, we need him to help him, and then he gets involved, so he knows Oliver Queen's Green Arrow. Yeah, which pretty well leads into the um, Flash pilot, where there's... Um, his origin story obviously... is actually in Arrow. Like, he's oh, that's actually right. cool. the powers is in Arrow. Yeah, and then it's obviously yeah, and it's repeated in the uh, in the well, the actual bit of him getting hit by lightning is repeated in the, the pilot as well, and uh, yeah, and then he goes to visit Arrow, and he basically gets the idea to become a superhero, and it's pretty good, and then he goes to Star Labs, gets his funky red costume, and <laughs> goes and stops the Weather Wizard, and it's pretty good. It's definitely good micro setup. There's a yeah, definitely good setup for a season. You know, back, the guy playing Barry Allen. I don't think he's played like a major role before, and I think he's doing quite well with it. I think there's definitely potential for it to be a really good series. Grant, something. Grant Gustin, I think his name. Yeah, I think that's his name. 
So very alliterative name, very good comic book name. So yeah, so yeah, it was good series. It was a good episode, and it's and we already got been shown recently that uh, Reverse Flash is going to appear. The, the rogues are all going to appear. So you're going to get Captain Cold and get Trick. So you can get all the other guys. Yeah, the actual active of Captain Cold was a good. Yeah, when the the young guy from Prison Breaks, and yeah, and <laughs> seems to be a lot of the other villains that are appearing were also in Prison Break. So it's a mini Prison Break reunion. So they've all they've all broken. So if you like that show, you've got that to look forward to. <laughs> so so you get to look forward to it. Like starting off really good and then just not knowing where to go and, and kind of faltering and just going on for too long. Yeah, <laughs> a lot like a lot of these, uh, you know, early 2000 shows, as obviously we were talking about Heroes earlier. So Yeah, we, yeah. I, I was thinking of Lost when you were saying they, that, yeah. but, but Lost is, is a cut above uh, Prison Break and Heroes. Yeah. What's, that, what's that thing from uh, Dark Knight again? We've... Uh, we either die a hero or live long enough to see something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and American style of TV is to just go until you're cancelled rather than like have a stopping point. Yeah, which is a shame. This is one of the reasons that Lost is slightly better is because they like at season three just went, we need to have a point where this finishes, and and after that just went, no, we we're done after season six. That's the end point. Sorry, just to go off on on Lost because I'm rewatching it. Well, I guess I'll t- I'll ask the question about Gotham because I haven't actually seen it. So, from you guys, what was Gotham? Eh. I was like, having heard, I've only seen the pilot. I haven't seen the other two episodes now, are there? Well, it's good good start with the pilot, seeing as it hasn't action hasn't actually aired in the UK yet. So, shh. <laughs> we're we're all legal. Yeah, I. I we watch on Channel 5, God. Perfectly <laughs> shut up. I, I have <laughs> pa- passwords for Hulu or something. Shut up. Hollabell in there. I was, like, having heard a lot of really negative responses to Gotham, I was, like, mildly surprised that it was alright. It wasn't, like, it didn't hook me. Like, if I just came across it and didn't know what it was, I'd have watched that episode and gone, that was alright, and then forgotten about it and not watched any more. Well, I guess the main but, problem with doing it is it's a story that's been told so many times before, and it's like, I think all, all sort of uh, like drama has been taken out of it. Because we've seen Bruce Wayne's parents being killed like, I don't know, like ten times. I mean, that... That's just a video, yeah, isn't it? it shows YouTube, all the different right? ones. The deaths of Bruce Wayne's parents. Yeah. That's true, but there's potential to do something really new of like, they haven't done a lot of stuff of like, Gotham before Batman, but like in yeah. the the interim period before he like starts training or anything, it's a decline of Gotham until Batman gets there. That's the yeah. truth. Like at the time yeah. of the Wayne's death, got off Gotham will decline, and it keeps on declining. And there's part of me that's like, why are they Batman messing with canon to change? Like um, Poison Ivy is actually called Ivy Pepper rather than the things. That's the reason they've done that is because they're. Branching out to people yeah. who aren't into comics, yeah. either, and think, "Oh, Ivy, I know who that is." Well, people yeah. from comics like Smart <laughs> Yeah, and it's the same thing with like, like having, and like Oswald Cobblepot as a like starts off as a low-level crime guy that gets mocked. You know, he's from and, a rich family, though, wasn't he? Yeah, he's the Cobblepots are like one of the founding families of Gotham, and next to the Waynes and the Arthurs yeah. Well, I guess what so, like what some of the fans I've heard having problem with it is that it's not really about like um, like. Get, well, about gangsters, it's more about like just establishing supervillains, but without having the the, yeah. the comic book angle where Batman sort of creates them, which is what a lot of people like about the yeah, Batman villain that, origins. That's, that's frustrating. I would like it like the first episode with the hints of like 
corruption intrinsic in Gotham and Jim Gordon as the only good cop is is really cool. And I quite liked the dynamic with Harvey Bullock where they they have him on a on the line that Bullock should be of like he's part of the corruption, but he's probably a good guy deep down. He's just a cynic. Yeah, which um, obviously was done really well in Batman Animated Series. So seeing that done yeah, again, yeah, be, yeah, seeing yeah. that in live action is great because we've never had a live action Harvey Bullock, have we? We've... Um, no, he was in. Um, no, he, he no, in... no, that was someone. That was uh, that was a different guy. That was like I think his name was Defe- Detective Flash in that film in in Batman Begins. Uh, the guy, yeah. the guy who gets who Batman does the. No, but where well, is uh, Batman? Is he? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Are you sure it's not a guy that looks like him? It might just be that it's a fat yeah, cop. Yeah, it seems, yeah, it seems I, to be I, a lot like a, like a degree of, is it him or is it a fat guy who wears a trench coat? I, I thought the name Bullock was mentioned as one of the detectives that was corrupt and set up um, Jack well, The one that, yeah, Collins. the one that, uh, yeah, gets shot. Yeah, um, yeah that uh, Jack Nicholson shoots, doesn't he? Yeah. Inside, yeah. inside the, uh, yeah, so maybe that's him. But it's definitely not been done in like a comic book way in how people yeah. think of yeah, it. Yeah, it hasn't books. been done as like a guy that, that's definitely been investigated by IA, but ends up being on the MCU. I also didn't like that the MCU, the the, the major crimes unit, already exists in Gotham. Yeah, I think like, yeah, it should have been an escalation that's, that's thing. That's Jim Gordon's unit that he sets up because there's nobody to challenge the corruption, and it's like, okay, they're not the same MCU as they will be when he's in charge of it. But still, that's that seemed like a really weird thing to have that like already existing. Uh, the thing with the MCU in the comics is that it's very zero tolerance, yeah. and the only thing that they, like, even most people in the MCU don't even like Batman. Yes, yeah. At one point, and like, and now th- this MCU is actually getting like hints, like they they actually get um a tip off from um, Comic-Pop. Actually, like they get told like about a crime from uh, uh It's just like they like Gordon's MCU would never yeah. do that. But this one has, and it's just—it's just proven that he really is in a such a dark yes. city. He's not really any good. Um, I did like—I I really like. Uh, surprise! I'm surprised at how good Ryan from the OC is as young Jim Gordon. I can't remember that actor's name. That's just—he's Ryan from the OC. <laughs> Ryan from the OC. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and I liked seeing like his portrayal of young Jim Gordon and the early relationship between him and Barbara. Yeah. No. yeah. Well. It's something that does, obviously, it was done really well in, you know, the uh, Christian Nolan trilogy. And, but it was something that we, ne- you know, Gordon, as a young man, we never really got to see. We just saw him as, we saw him for that brief flash, and then he was just the old, you know, sort yeah. of angry Gordon who was kind of a bit tired of it all. I feel like if you can shut off enough of the, like, this isn't the way it happened part of your brain, it has potential to become a really good show, but at the moment isn't achieving that. The thing also with Jim Gordon is that when Batman arrives, it's like Jim Gordon's like literally about to reach breaking point with Gotham. Yeah. And like so, this series will like show the decline of him as well. Yes. Like the Dark Sea is going to wear him. And down eventually, he will grow a mustache. <laughs> and his eyes will get bad. His eyes will get bad. Get glasses. Like I saw a comic strip the other day, and it's like he took the piss. Like you know how at the end of Smallville. Yeah, I yeah. Clark gets his suit. Yeah. It's like, is it true that at the end of Gotham that like, he's going to get his old suit? It's like. The detective opens a box and got a moustache and there's some glasses. <laughs> no, puts them on and flies just away. The, just yeah. the very last episode of Gotham, they they just have Gary Oldman play him instead yeah. <laughs> with no explanation. <laughs> the last episode, I think that's when we know it's going to be the last episode when they put Batman in it. Or it's going to be a yeah. Batlight. Or the Bat... Bat and, and it'll, probably, it'll probably end up being some sort of copyright issue and it'll probably just be uh, like 
Bruce Wayne just as a ninja. It's really understandable that they're trying to put the supervillains in it, but I wish they wouldn't. Yeah, yeah which is which like, I think is got to be the main, the main everyone's main gripe with this show is that the supervillains well, yeah. aren't necessary for Gotham. They're necessary for Batman. They're not Jim Gordon. I mean, that was the whole argument with Batman and like how the Joker would always kind of needle him with like you created us, like we only exist because you exist. Uh, and the idea that maybe Batman actually made Gotham worse. Yeah, which is, you know, when the whole thing's about, you know, Batman's no-kill, mytho- you know, mythology that he doesn't want to do it. Yeah. And, you know, maybe he's the cause it's too of damn problem, easy. But it's not, you know, but you can't, can't really get this, it's his whole yeah, you fault Gotham's in this position if it's happening without Batman. You wouldn't catch Frank Castle letting the Joker live. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, he would definitely would not let him live. Uh, yeah, um, so... we. We should talk about Arrow, which I didn't want to do first because I know Tom's going to have a load to say about it. I'm a massive Arrow fan. I've only watched the first episode, which again, I was like, this is pretty good, but didn't hook me. Yeah, Tom has a, a tattoo of the of the bow from Arrow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like Arrow. Bow being the main character. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> it actually breaks from the episode when a Dark Archer punches through it. Spoilers. <laughs> he punches through it. <laughs> I don't know, it, like, it's very, like, slick, and it just didn't, it didn't grab me immediately. Very dark. But I have also heard from other people that it gets, like, the first season is the worst, and it gets much better, which I don't hate the, the like, thing with the season one so is, he's, he's not, he's never referred to as, he's referred to as a vigilante. He's yeah. not even referred to, like, in season two, he's referred to as the arrow. Yeah. Like, he's, Actually, they make a joke about it because um, oh, I forgot his name. Now. Um, Merlin is like having dinner with the queens and everything, and they talk about the vigilante. They talk about names for him, and then at one point he goes Green Arrow, and then like Oliver Queen laughs it off, <laughs> and it's just yeah. like eh, that's actually his character name. But yeah. Uh, like, yeah, at, like at the moment they're all just calling him that guy with the green hood on. Yeah, like he yeah. was like, oh, he's known as the vigilante in the hood as well. That's what everything is known yeah. as, and like he. He had a, he had zero tolerance policy. He just killed. Like at one yeah. point, he sh- he actually shoots um he shoots um a dead shot in the eye, but you know his eye with his thing. Yeah. On. So he thinks he's got him dead. But obviously, the shock from the arrow going into his eye knocked him out. <laughs> so he thought he was dead and just like left him. But like, I I really enjoy it because it's just like this new kind of spin to Green Arrow. I mean, he hasn't got the goatee, which is a bit annoying. But because he's, he's not, he's not a communist yeah. either. Well, maybe maybe that would be his uh, his final season. <laughs> no, the, he'll open up the box and he'll, <laughs> like, like the opening of the first episode is him with like the beard and the long hair. No, yeah, he's got he's still, he does forever. the island after post yeah. island look well. And and then he and then yeah. he has that like cuts it off. To One be thing on about Arrow, great thing about uh, Arrow is the Playboy island again. flashbacks because he's on yeah. the island for five years and then yeah. as time progresses in the actual as you're there. There's flashbacks, but each the flashbacks kind of are relevant to that point he's at a thingy. So that's cool. So the second season is his second year on the island. Yeah, and then you you can tell that they're probably going to going to run it for five seasons, and if not, they might run it further. But five is you know they could be at minimum, so they're going to run yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> well, in respect to what's happening with the Flash at the moment, and they're introducing you know they're introducing super uh, villains, yeah. yeah, super villains, and they introduce uh, the Atom. In I think they're introducing the Atom in season three of Arrow. They're introducing more superheroes, and I've heard that they're going to do. Maybe a Justice League TV kind of idea with it, so maybe it can extend. You know, See, if they do their five scenes of it, it can extend. Thing is, with if the you flash said this like to that. me ten years ago, I'd have laughed it off because mostly I was nine. 
But um, <laughs> <laughs> mostly because I was an yeah. idiot child. But no, it's just because back in those days, it'd been very, oh, you can't do this on TV, you can't do that on TV. But it would be a really dark like persona of it. Yeah. If yeah. Made one, and it would be like it'd be a weird Justice League at the moment because they've got Green Arrow, they've got that. They've got that down. They've got the him yeah. set up. They've got the Flash set up, and they're going to set up sort of Batman. Sort of. His, like, backstory. Yeah. Right? Yes. But then that means there's still a few leaguers. I don't think if they do this, they probably won't put Superman in it. No, which is where the whole, yeah. whole we have no idea what they're actually doing, because well, there's no, doesn't seem to be a correlation between TV and film with what I, Warner Brothers I, yeah, is doing. And I don't think they're going to try and do, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. No, which is, you know, where, where Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. may be crap, but at least you know where it stands hey, within within hey, regular continuity. Agents of Shield is not. I don't great. like it. It's not great. It I, got, it I got will, better. Season it, one got much better after they started I, doing I the hydra stuff. I will defend Agents of Shield after they stopped referencing all the bloody films. <laughs> um, <laughs> Agents of Shield gets much better once it gets into actual story arcs. Rather yeah, than with the, like and the, yeah, of the, the win- yeah, the Winter Soldier like tie and stuff was was pretty brilliant to be honest. Um, and and all the like the the stuff to where. His name uh, that died in Carl Coulson. Yeah, Agent Coulson. Like the the stuff of why he's still alive and and all of With that the super blood <laughs> is really cool. Yeah, but it does take. I understand why people didn't like. That yeah, it was from, it was it should have been it should have been a half season format and then like a short like thirteen episode run. And it no, be... they just should have had an idea of what they were doing yeah. from the beginning and like yeah, mo- yeah, mo- yeah monster of the week didn't really work for it and and weird like. It's weird because that's, and I know Joss Whedon is less involved with this than with his previous I shows. Did, but that's what the like first season. That's the problem with the first season of Dollhouse is that the episode of the week stuff doesn't work, but the like the the bigger story arcs are much better. And I do like the characters in it. Things you could say the first season of Agents of Shield is just a season of filler. Yeah, yeah, it's fun filler mostly, but it's yeah. I never had like. I've missed episodes of it, and and I never was like, oh, I need to catch up. Really, on what but I think I think his main failing is it really does need a uh, it needs a big name, like big name cameo, big name. I don't, I don't know that it needs that. It just needs to know where it's. Well, I think I think it's just it's a lack of well, star well, power. What's the name again? The um, Asgardian girls. What lady? Lady yeah, Sith. Sith. Yeah, she she cameoed, and that was a good episode. But I think it needs more of that. But maybe with some bigger. Not one of like, the big like, like the big guns. Don't I throw one the, of them. In. I think the biggest problem is just because I mean. Sam Jackson cameoed a couple of times, and I think the biggest problem is just like Who's in episode not one, having a direction in the first season. He was in episode one, and, and then, then he, he, was, he turned up again at yeah, the end the of an episode, of, and then he was yeah. in the yeah the end of the season as well. Yeah, wearing his uh, Winter Soldier uh, hoodie and gun. You know, obviously after he left Shield, he had that oh I'm gonna go into hiding look, which will be interesting to see what they do for the second season with the Shield being down. Like, seen the collapse of Shield. The trailers look pretty good. I haven't seen them. And they're, so um, Shield is down. It's like, oh, yeah, then it's like, act. Yeah, there's that, and obviously that's going to work into a season of uh, Agent Carter, obviously spinning out from um, Captain America, the first Avenger. Yeah. Which is coming in between uh, the first and second halves of um, Agent Shield, so that's coming around winter, I think. And that's starring, that's, cool. that's starring, cool. and that's going to have pretty much most of the cast from Captain America, the first Avenger in it, so it's got. So it's got Peg Carter back in it. It's got Howard Stark in it. It's got a it's got a human is, Jarvis um, in it, and it's got most of the uh, the Howling Commandos as well. 
I blanked on the actor's name, but thingy from the History Boys, is he still going to be playing? Yeah, ha- um, what's his name? Dominic Cooper. Yeah, yeah. He's, yes. he's, he's reappearing as Howard Stark. Recently. That's really cool. Though. Yeah, so it's all the same actors as well. And I, yeah, I do like that. Like Marvel's whole universe is just really well realized and has great continuity between different franchises. Yeah, which is something that I think you know. I think Arrow and you know. Flash and DC cinematic that universe really could cool, really work well if they had this continuity, but they don't seem to be wanting it to happen. I could see, see you them... can't say to me Marvel and continuity in the same things because you have seen the X Men films, right? Yeah, but they're not they're not the Marvel no, cinematic I know, I know, universe. But I, just, so. I just think it's funny that you say this. Like we all have seen the X Men films. Yeah, yeah, but they're they're Foxes like yeah, mess. yeah Foxes, and then and then Brian Singer sorted sorted it out by you know chopping but by by, by Brett going, Ratner, screw you. Only only what we want to have happened. happened. Yeah, and. Yeah, so basically the good films, the one I directed, and you know, you maybe may, maybe the ones you know, maybe one of the Wolverine films happened, but so we changed I, it up like that. I mean, there's 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 no reason that it necessarily happened like that in the Wolverine film either, though, like because it's. Well, now that we've sort of had a look at the uh, modern... oh, just just before we move on, what are the because um, Marvel have got. A bunch of stuff that's coming to Netflix, right? Oh, yes. Should we talk about those? Should we talk about the upcoming ones briefly? Yeah, we have, um, so also to look forward to, which we have coming in 2015, which, you know, talking about it now is actually quite, uh, con- <laughs> well, it's quite, uh, you know, it's quite, um, what's the word? Newsworthy at the moment, because yeah. uh, recently Netflix have shown us the first few images from their Daredevil series that's coming out. They recently showed us what uh, Matt Murdock's going to look like and his like proto Daredevil costume. Yes. So obviously, you know, that doesn't really make sense with not telling you what's actually coming out on Netflix. But next <laughs> next year, we've got um, Netflix have signed a deal with Marvel, and they're going to be introducing four new shows, plus and then a fifth uh, like spin-off series from all those. So we've got first coming up is Daredevil, so a series based on Daredevil, which hopefully won't be shit. Um, followed up by Luke Cage, I think. Then Iron Fist. Then Jessica Jones, and then they're all gonna have their own team up series as the so, defenders. So, I, I just want them to do a Heroes for Hire show. Instead. Yeah, I'd rather, I'd love to see <laughs> Heroes, which I think, which I think they will probably do like a crossover Luke Cage and Iron Fist within that their within, so within their own series because and and for no reason Iron Fist only ever refers to Luke Cage as Power Man. Yeah, <laughs> and we get Sweet Christmas. Another yes. shit like that. Uh, it's, but is that going to tie into the rest of the Yeah, Marvel? and that's tying in, into it as well. It's, but it's going to be street-level stuff, so it won't be yeah. that. As, so I doubt it would be as ref- referential as Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. is, but maybe, because it's obviously based in New York, but it'd be like Hell's Kitchen area. You yeah. might say, oh, you know, this area wasn't really hit by the you know the Battle of New York or whatever. Ba- so. Based in New York, unlike the rest of... Wait, no, everything, everything that happens yeah. in Marvel is in New York. <laughs> we saved the world, well, New York. Well, you know, it's a good point to start with. You know, that's where all the superheroes are. You take New York, you take the world, basically. It's like people ask, what was Spider-Man doing during the Avengers? He was obviously playing on his PS4. Yeah. <laughs> Existing in a parallel universe. But he got stuck trying to search something on Bing. <laughs> <laughs> I like that they dropped that in Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah, they just like, yeah, because... Oh, so they just like, clearly, whatever deal they had with Microsoft, is just like, fuck it. Fuck now. it, no, not doing it. Oh, God, that's so dumb. Should <laughs> we uh, move back a decade? Yeah, well, we'll talk about um, we'll talk about some older shows, shouldn't we? And uh, well, you wanted to recommend the Adventures of Lois and Clark. Lois and Clark: The New Adventures of Superman. Sorry, I'll yeah, say it wrong. With starring Dean Cain and Terry Hatch. Good, uh, good theme tune. It's it's a great theme tune, which we'll talk about more yeah, at, at the bit, end as our conclusion point. Thing is, he, I, Dean like, Cain, great Bond girl. 
<laughs> was that the oh, that was the other one? Whoops. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, like, like, like Dean Cain is my Superman. Like, because I didn't watch the. That's Superman. when you grew up with, is it? Yeah, and I didn't watch the Superman films until I was about twelve, and I'd been watching Lois yeah. and Clark since I was like a little kid. But, that's when it was on TV. But it's a highly influential show on on you know in like nineties culture and on and on the comic book culture at the time because yeah. um, obviously in the show that was where we first had the marriage of Lois and Clark when they first got married, and that yeah, and this is weird like DC um, like behind you know behind book behind closed doors kind of dealings here, but the the show ordered them. Not to have them get married in the co- in the comic books, so that's why we got the story where Superman got killed instead. <laughs> so rather than having Superman and Lois get married, they, they said they, they killed him off and brought him back a year later so they could get married, so that people would sort of forgotten it happened in the show. Okay, so the show was like we're gonna have Clark tell Lois that he's Superman and then, and then get, married, get married. Yeah, well, I think I think they she'd known he was Superman for a while, but they, they, yeah. they he hadn't proposed to her or anything. So the show the show was allowed to do that first because obviously more people watched the show and it was a yeah. better source of income. But then. Basically, action, action comics needed something to do, and they're like, "Oh shit, we're stuck." Death of Superman. Death of Superman so, which check out Max Landis's yeah, video yeah, for the lowdown on that. Um, it's like, oh, what, who should Superman fight? What's going to kill him? Ah, let's see what's in my ass. Turns out it's the Hulk. Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck comics. Only root the economist. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that, that's a little story that I know behind the show. I've never really watched it. I think I seen. I think I seen one where I think Superman gets stuck in the Phantom Zone, but it's the the awesome seventies Phantom Zone where he gets stuck in yes. a bit of glass and he gets flung out into space. Like, it, it also has. Uh, for, for some reason, they were like a bald Lex Luthor. No one will buy that. So Lex <laughs> Luthor just has curly hair. Just I don't like know. It's, it's, intended. It's that was an really episode weird. where a boxer tries to fight him, thinking he could take him in there. <laughs> That's an episode like a boxer trying yeah, to get him. But especially just... in the first season, there are some really goofy things. It gets like, like that show is what introduced me to uh, all of the like Kryptonian stuff. Yeah, like uh, overpants and <laughs> and, and, and there's, there's great stuff about. Oh, you've got to like come back to to Krypton to be the. I can't remember how their version of Krypton has survived. Oh, it survived, did it? Oh, that's a bit different. Or, or, or there's like remnants of it. Or I don't think Krypton survived, but Kryptonian society did much more than like well, a few expected. Well, um, I think Kandor's was... alive in 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 the yeah universe anyway because Brainiac shrunk it and then Superman took it back. So Kandor is alive. Yeah, I, and I don't I don't remember how they like did that in Lois and Clark, but there's a whole arc with him, like, when he's married to Lois, like, being told that he has to come back and be the Kryptonian prince that he is, and has, like, a weird arrangement. Well, so marriage. in this universe, that, what, Jor-El's king of Krypton? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a, there's a, like, he has to, it's kind of like he has to come back and resume his position as king of Krypton, but they don't ever call him a king because they're too advanced to have a monarchy. President. I think, I, think the, I think the most serious question we have to ask, though, does Superman kill anyone? No. Good. Then, then, then this is so a good, this is good. Is... Hey, hey, Henry Cavill. Yeah. Not that you wrote it, but... Yeah, well, we're blaming him anyway. <laughs> he did suit him, though, for a British guy. He suited the the picture of he, he looked fine. Such a beefcake. <laughs> I like Brandon I have to I did find it I funny. I like Brandon Ralph as well. And uh, talking about, you know, when I said that they're bringing the Atom into Arrow, he's going to be played by Brandon Ralph. So, you know, obviously he can't seem to get enough of that wonderful DC universe that ruined, that sort of in, ruined his career. He was in Chuck, wasn't he? Random oh, uh... Yes. He also made an appearance yes, in he was. I don't remember that. 
I only watched. They got beaten up by Michael Sarah. Like I stopped watching Smallville around the time Lois Lane turned up. Because because it was like, no, you've set up this universe with like young Clark and his love interest is Chloe, and uh, this is just the love interest in that is Lana Lang and, and Lana, but it's clearly like Chloe he, likes him. And he it's likes clear Lana. that he Lana. should be with. <laughs> it's love clear triangle. he should be with Chloe in in like. Yeah, but then the, who and she then ends they up bring with Lois the Lane in, and it just gets confusing. She ends up with uh, Oliver Queen in the end. She does, yeah. Oh. I, I watched some of the like end stuff. Spoilers, because they brought in all the Justice League and stuff, and they had like Booster Gold and I like the very like the first appearance of the Flash in that, where he's some punch. He's the impulse in that. He's not. He's not Flash. It's not the Flash. You're right. It's, it's Bart. Right. It's not Barry or Wally. Yes. Oh, um, the thing is, there was actually a funny a cameo to that because yeah. he's uh when he's mug he mugs people, and then he has all these wallets yeah. and all these fake IDs. And he's going through the fake ID names and all the other alter egos of the Flashes. Which uh, so like, <laughs> is a really dumb joke. So it's like, oh, at, at the expense of the audience, reference. but not the fans who'd be like, ew. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, everybody else is just like, oh, okay, he's got loads of ideas. No, like, their parents and their friends who are watching it who just don't get it, be like, why is this kid laughing? <laughs> <laughs> he goes, oh, I get it. That's, that's your... um, also, uh, Zod in uh, Lois and Clark is like brilliantly 90s. Haircut and like weird, like, weird, weird, like leather suit that's great. And he's Zod should like, always wear leather, he's, he's or he should have like a, his you know his shirt open like down to his belly button. <laughs> he's got such a great mullet and then weird like shoulder pads that look like they're made out of tires. Think, the thing with, thing <laughs> with so Zod, Zod should always be a generation off. He should never be. He should never be des- dressed for the generation he's in. Huh? <laughs> that's just one of those things. He should never suit the generation he's in. That's in fact, yeah. Because in Lois and Clark, he looked like he'd come from the eighties. So. Nice, eighties odd. Uh, are there any other like classic live action shows that you guys? Well, there I, was. I use classic, like yeah, classic. O- well, I think I think Lois and Clark was probably the most well known one. Of the, other than you know, there's there's Batman sixty six, which yes, we, there's not much you can really say about it. It's I, other than we can, possibly the show that's most ingrained in you know the collective mind. People, everyone, it's, everyone yeah. knows something about it. It's what, in, you know, it was people's idea of Batman yeah. for pretty much you know. For There's an entire generation such a, that such a thinks dark... of Adam West as Batman, which like for most of Batman's life in comics it was pretty true. Been, yeah, has been much darker, but like the fifties they made him lighter. The sixties because of the show they lighter. made him really pop arty, and then. By the seventies, it was Denny O'Neill and, uh, and and Neil Adams. Yeah, and it went back, back, and it, back to it. And but I think you didn't, and then that whole idea within public, you know, public mind was only really yeah. upset by Tim Burton, which then sort of leads into the the, the Flash show that was in the nineties, which yeah. was inspired by Tim Burton's Batman and ha- even had like a theme by um, Danny Elfman, and I and that was pretty good. It had was that really good? I, well, I heard. I heard it was good. I heard it was. It was. It was the main idea of it was to bring like the the Hollywood spectacle of superhero to TV, and it apparently what? it was popular even if it, even though it only got one season. It had okay. quite a lot of had big na- quite a lot of big names in it. Like Mark Hamill was uh, the trickster in it, so he and he so, and he was brought back quite a few times. So presumably, it was one of those things where like quite a few people liked it, but it was too expensive. Yeah, it, it, was, Mark it was far too. Yeah, the, the effects were pretty good from what I've seen. It was far too yeah far too expensive to bring back, even though they had set up. It set up quite a lot of stuff about the Flash universe. Like they set up the the Flash Museum idea, and then like the the Speed Force and all that sort of stuff. But you know, the, Mark Hamill was in Adventure Time. Yes, yeah. he was the uh, the the thing in the ocean, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah Ron Perlman's um, the voice of the lich. The lich, yeah. They've, they've actually got they had really good people in there. Yeah, well, I mean, 
They've had that guy. Who, but like, Ma- Mark Hamill is now. like a really good voice actor. Yeah, yeah like, and uh, who's a pretty that good guy actor who... anyway. Like, yeah, he does. He does like bit, who's that bit guy parts like, really well. Everything now. Who's the Joker in the new Batman? Um, John DiMaggio? Yeah, he voices like, everything. He he, he does a lot. Like probably first best known for being Bender in Futurama, yeah. but he's Jake in Adventure Time, and he was the Joker in. Uh, the Red Hood. Batman yeah, no, that's a really, that's a really good really Joker. Good. Yeah, it's really good. That's sort of a good lead into animation as well, anim- animated TV shows, which pretty yeah, much yeah. makes up the, the majority of uh, comic books on. Oh, well, on I TV. guess we didn't talk about The Walking Dead, which uh, well, not, we're, 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 we're on classic shows, though, show. weren't we? Yeah, I just thought we missed that for live action shows. I don't know if you. Well, yeah, well, The Walking Dead. Yeah, I've, I've watched all of it. Um, I would say, yeah, it's... I've only watched what's on the American Netflix. Is that all of it, I, or? That's the first three seasons. Ah, okay, well, I've, I've watched, I watched, I watched, I watched all two four of them, because so. season two was so bad. Yeah, which is what I'd say. I'd say, so I'd say it's a really good. I think it's a really good show. If you read the comic books, it's definitely worth picking up because it is different. But there's sort of like a, there's a familiarity to it, except for season two, which is just yeah. so long and so dull. And you know, That's I'm surprised that it got farm, season three. Yeah, at Herschel's farm. I'm surprised it got a third season after season two because it's just so bad. Then again, when they go into town and they're at the bar. And those two other guys turn up. That was that, that's that a cool scene, scene, but it doesn't make up for a whole season. No. Yeah, no, it's just. No, I also did like it when what was it Shane and I forgot the name of the the, the fat guy. What well, um the school with? Oh, um, and like they run in and he shoots him in the leg. Otis. Otis, Otis yeah. that's the one. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, but as uh, season two was definitely weakest, but now it's it, it picked up. Again, I really, I really liked the first really season. Good. I just like, season probably, one was awesome because season three is now on Amazon Instant, so I'll probably watch it. Yeah, and um, season five obviously is coming out soon. I think it's the fifteenth. It starts again, and that's and that's sort of moving away from the comic books in a now, in a really interesting way. You got a beard now, isn't he? What Rick? Yeah, yeah. that's that's worth watching. Does Rick still have both of his arms? Yeah, Sally's still got both his arms, which you know they they they, they removed they they chopped off Herschel's leg rather than yeah. it was it was. Um, so in the comics, he's lost an arm, is he? No, yeah. in the comic books, yeah, Rick only has one hand, but they didn't, which happens quite early on, actually. It happens in like volume five, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, I mean, I've only read the first six volumes, and I've read yeah. that, so. Um, yeah, but obviously, it's kind of hard to chop off your leading man's hand. Ah, and still. Just, just, just cover it in green plastic every time he shoots, so you can take it out. Yeah, but that's not <laughs> going to happen. <laughs> it should, it should happen. <laughs> or, or. If he's a real man, just volunteer to lose a hand. <laughs> Coral! <laughs> Sorry, I, I interrupted you from... We were starting to talk about animated shows, which there have been, They've been yeah, a, lot a lot more out of a lot higher quality than a lot of... Yeah. Because there have been other live-action like comic TV shows, but a lot of them are not good. Yeah, like... Uh, Fantastic Four? <laughs> there, is, there was never a TV show. No, there was, there was, there was the, the film. No, there was the... Um, movie. Well, okay, I think of a really, oh, a really shit, uh, and a uh, really shit live action show, uh, Birds of Prey. The live action Birds of Prey show. Oh, We're not even going to get that... into it, it's shit, no, it's bad. It's terrible. Um, they actually made that. Yeah, they made it. it if yeah. you, you've never heard of it, that, there's a reason. It's... And, and the Wonder Woman show, I get why it was popular in the 70s, but it's really hard to go back to. I kind of find Wonder fun. Woman! <laughs> Linda Carter just... Linda Carter's just great. Just kind of dances around people. The, the fights are really weird. Ben, we, we were moving on because we're going to get into an argument about Linda Carter because she's lovely. <laughs> it's, no, no, I, it's nothing against Linda Carter. It's what you could she's do a on national a TV icon. budget in the 70s. Okay, like, fine. Okay, I find hard to watch now. Yeah. But she does have an invisible plane in it and it's made of plastic. Yeah. Yeah, and that's pretty cool. 
but the DC have had like animated stuff on lock since the nineties. If we're going to anime, I think we should bring up the DC special of Robot Chicken. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Obviously, uh, having things down since the '90s, Batman animated series yeah. still the best uh, cartoon out there. I'm gonna, I'm say it's still the best one. It still really holds up well. It's just the, like awesome Bruce Timm design. Yeah, dark the, deco. Yeah, very art deco. This like timeless feeling of like weird, huge supercomputers, but sometimes there are like very '90s technology things. Yeah, like there's videos, but we. Computers are massive, and then there's you know they're mobile phones, but they're kind of like big and deco like, style. Which there is was awesome. an episode in that show which I loved, and it was I can't remember the name of it, but it was like there was a robot Batman. Oh, it's Silicon yeah. Soul. Silicon Soul, yeah, yeah and, my and one. he thinks he's killed Batman to the point where he goes because he's programmed as Batman because he's been face. programmed so well. <laughs> He hates the fact he's just killed someone. Yeah. So he like literally breaks. That's where he gets like he gets like fucking Terminator face. I don't remember that. It's a it's 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 a it's a follow up episode to um the one with Hardak, the one which is the uh you know one where they yeah yeah where they kidnap people and basically turn them into robots and which it itself has the main uh the guy who creates Hardak is based off um one of the characters from Blade Runner, the guy who makes the uh like the little replicant toys. Yeah, like the, they even do a really similar. Yeah, voice. he's got that kind of like, oh hi there, I'm that kind of guy. <laughs> That's what his voice kind of sounds like, and it's just uh, like really timid and and quiet. Yeah, and there's a and there's a great uh, bit when they go see him in his Silicon Soul, and he's made like uh, Mr. Mixel Spicklick out of uh, into a robot, and then Batmite into a robot, and it's got like nice. all the super pets as well. That's great. It, it just in the background, which I think is kind of fun. But there's not really much more you can say about Batman enemies. I mean, it's all really been it's said just before. Really good. Yeah, I, I will say, I like the idea for, for the initial design where they painted it on black. It's just is is just yeah. so cool that it's like it's always really dark the way Batman should. Yeah, be. and it's like the thing is, you you see and you can tell so much when he's in Bruce Wayne form. Yes, it lights up so much. It's just like. And yeah, and just to prove like this is a front he's putting on. Yeah, especially yeah. Kevin Conroy being the first person to do the whole. My real voice is my Batman voice, and I'm putting on a fake yeah. Bruce Wayne voice, which is you know, which is really inspired. Like like Adam yeah. West didn't Subsequent change Batman. his voice at all. Yeah. Michael Keaton just got slightly more gruff. Yeah, whereas you know his uh, his Batman's kind of like you know talks normally, but it's not just like Bruce Wayne's like, "Hi, I'm Bruce Wayne. I'm gonna do this it's, deal it's, with you" type it's, thing. It's like goofy, happy guy yeah, voice, and, and then which really works well. Oh, I'm gonna have sex with supermodels, man. <laughs> I have lots of money. My name is Bruce Wayne. How can I help? I only wear this shit brown suit with yellow yeah. su- with he has, yellow he shirt. Has that awful, awful suit. Yeah, which you know we, we talked about how, how you're a billionaire, Bruce. You need to accessorize and he needs to fucking get some back. Like color code, yeah, as well. and it's a great show as well. For um, you know, it does a lot of setup and it has a lot of payoff as well. So characters are introduced earlier. I think the main one being Harvey Dent. He's introduced yeah. Harvey Dent, and then yeah. halfway yeah, through the first season, episodes. he becomes Two Face, which I is great. That series does be- uh, Bane amazingly. That series, yeah. yes, yeah, only, he only yes, appears in that one. He only appears in the one episode in the first sort of uh, design, and that's great. Oh, there's the one where um, it's like Riddler and Bane working together. They capture Batman, have it all tied up. But it's like Superman's a cameo and Superman's dressed up as Batman. Yeah, I've seen that one. And then, and then <laughs> and Bane just... starts beating crap out of Batman, but then Batman just goes, nope. Just like backhands him. <laughs> just like backhands him across the room. And it's just like, wow. And, and obviously Batman and Superman, that led into Superman the Animated Series, which is also a great, a great watch. Um, yeah. And, by the same and team. Like the Bruce Timm style of And design. Paul Dini, yeah, Paul Dini, like, written as well. It was great. And But that style of design is like, 
permeated so much of the DC animated stuff yeah. since then. Yeah, yes, yeah, I think yeah, that they they sort of made Metropolis look like the sort of like World of Tomorrow, nineteen fifties, sixties, like Atomic yeah, the, Age sort of style, which I thought the was same great. way that that Gotham is this like late thirties deco yeah. style. Metropolis is this read all about like, it mid fifties, yeah, and you know this World's Fair, like yeah, which I think was a great way to distinguish between Gotham and um, Metropolis. Metropolis. That was a great show as well. They had lots of um, Tim Daly as Superman. He's he's great. Um, Malcolm McDowell was uh, Metallo in that, and he was in the first few episodes, oh, and he was yeah. and he was and he was really good. Um, I always like the difference between Superman and Batman's villains because Batman's villains always got to be cunning, well with power, because they have some kind of strength that's good for. Well, them. but most I think Batman's like his two best villains are Joker and Two Face, and neither yeah. of them have superpowers. Yeah, and and that's they're cunning, though. Aren't they? Yeah, exactly, and it's that's the like. Because once you get Batman fighting anybody that's really super powered, other than just strong, you like you are gonna quickly expose that he's human. Mm. Like, yeah, but the thing is, whenever he fights someone, whenever he fights someone who's on the side of good, but you know something's happened, yeah, yeah. he's fighting like uh, the, the news something just popped up actually in the Batman uh, comics. But we'll get to that another time. Yeah. yeah, but like whenever he fights someone who's good, he always. Exploits their weakness. Yes, that's, that's like the, really helpful considering you know like the Joker and Two Face got where... massive weaknesses. That's I mean, and that's the classic like not the comic book <laughs> nerd of like who'd beat who in a fight, and the reason Batman always wins is because Batman has a fucking plan for everything. Yeah, yeah, I've actually seen comic as uh, going for the weaknesses. It's like oh, Batman's uh, man's kryptonite. Um, like Flash's bananas. Over. <laughs> 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 uh, Wonder Woman's like not shaving their legs. Well, well Green Lantern's <laughs> also bananas because they're also yellow. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it was Batman. It was like, Batman's not having a plan. But Batman goes, excuse me, I have a plan for everything. Because what's something really uh, unexpected happens is, ah, I've got a plan for that. He pulls out a file. It's Batman's plan for not having a plan. Yeah. It's opening his punch everything. You're Batman. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. That's good. And at the same time we had, of, um, we had you know, Superman and Batman, we had um, <laughs> the classic 90s Marvel cartoon yeah. which uh which you know this is at a time where um marvel seemingly had no future in cinematic you know in c- cinematic terms so and, but, and also was around the time that that marvel yeah. comics were like yeah they were they were on the verge of bankruptcy and, yeah so yeah i think this is when they sold to like uh they, they sold themselves to toy biz and they were selling the rights yeah. they sold their rights to um because because like all of their Star artists had jumped ship to image. Yeah, and then they were just kind of like they're just and, and they were really trying. I think they only really had Jim Lee. They had I think Jim Lee came back and did um, help write um, Heroes Reborn with um, with Rob Liefeld. So they weren't yeah. really in a, they didn't really have great talent. At the time. But it was yeah, yeah the nineties period of the Marvel is just them trying really hard to do what Image does in but in their like much more established universe, which does yeah. not work. A whole new adventure. Yeah, but these uh, but these shows these these are brilliant. Obviously, X Men, yeah. X Men, Spider Man, notable at the time compared to Batman and Superman for doing more of an adult um, story structure, uh, season structure. Even even though the stories for they, the stories for Batman and Superman were obviously more adult, but like um, the they, season they, structures, they had a they had a single storyline going through them, which was yeah. Quite Batman interesting. and Superman would just have like they might have some a two parter, but that would be yeah, it. or they'd, they'd have, have callbacks or things, you know. 
They may have like a thing where they like they something gets touched up early in the season, and then yeah, and it'll like, come back. Whereas, so, it, whereas yeah, whereas, whereas X-Men, particularly was... with Spider Man and X Men, which are the two best like of the Marvel Mighty yeah. cartoons, <laughs> <laughs> have like season long arcs. Yeah, sometimes. like the first season of X Men was all about the Sentinels, then it was all about like uh, I think Mr. Yeah, Sinister, Mr. Well. Mr. Sinister, Mr. Sinister comes, comes in, comes in and then out. it's all about then it basically becomes about Apocalypse later on. Yeah. Whereas Spider-Man, it's more about, like, there was... Uh, I can't remember what happened in the first season, but they it's like... the, like, the man-spider heart. Yeah, there's uh, Mary, Mary Jane going missing. Yeah, yeah. Mary Jane goes missing for a bit, and he goes searching for her. Then there's the whole... The like, final Michael season Morbius was, comes back a yeah. bunch of times. And it was yeah. the yeah. final season like, when they went on the Secret Wars stuff, and yes, there was lots and the, of and then ups. they do the Clone Saga at the end. Yeah, which was, which it was a great season. Like, different parallel Spider-Man? Yeah, that was, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was the yeah, different Spider-Man... Yeah. Spider-Man? Spider-Man turn-up. All the different John Hughes Spider-Man. And there's a great there's a great, there's a great Spider-Man that turns up that doesn't have... There's basically the actor... He's the actor who plays Spider-Man. Oh yeah, from one universe, it's just like a guy he's like that plays. Uh, Spider-Man. And he, 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 yeah. he's just like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not really Spider-Man. I'm just just an actor, and I got no powers. And I think he just goes. I think the only thing he really does is he goes and hits someone with like a stick <laughs> yeah. or something. But they have Ben Riley, which is cool. Yeah, and uh, and um, armored Spidey, and then like Doctor yeah. Octopus. They don't have they don't have Kane, but that's yeah. yeah. Uh, that's no, I think that was at the same time, but I think that'd be pretty Maybe hard to yeah. do because like, kills people. 20 years in advance, did Dr. Octopus Spidey was hinting at something. Yeah. <laughs> did, they, did they have the 2099 Spider-Man as well? I'm not sure. I think this was sort of happening at the same time. And, and yeah. Whereas, yeah. I'm not, I'm not Is that the sure. Spider-Man from Shattered Dimensions? Yeah, the one that's got yes. like the sort of... I think it's a sort of cape Isn't thing. Peter Parker one of the, the main bad guy in that? No. In the, in the game, game. It, he is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oops. <laughs> in, in the Shattered Dimensions game, but not in the like 2099. Oh, okay. Comic. Yeah, um, yeah, that was in Spider-Man's great series. Um, it had some really, some really weird rules though, because it was being funded by a toy company, so uh, yeah. they couldn't say uh, they couldn't say die or kill. So they had to use the word yeah. destroy over and over again. It's like, oh, destroy you, Spider-Man! And there was things that held it back as well, like um, it only had, only allowed laser guns. Yeah. yeah. What, what did or, they say? Or, what happened to Uncle Ben? What happened? Yeah. He, he, he he was destroyed. He destroyed. <laughs> I think I think you're allowed. I think they were allowed to have like that because that's like classic backstory. Yeah, but it was it wasn't like they weren't happen. allowed to say I'm gonna kill you, Spider Man. Yeah. So yeah, they weren't allowed to do that. But they uh, but like what held it back was you know where whilst Batman and Superman had like real guns in it, they had like laser yeah. guns, yeah. which yeah, was also those, in the X Men show. All as well. of those cartoons just have lasers, which you know which takes it out of it when you watch it now. But ah, the, when, when, cool. yeah, when you're a kid, it was cool. But then I think, like watching Batman again now, it's like, well, there's real danger here because people actually get shot. Like, there's an episode where you're Gordon... talking about la- lasers are way more dangerous than bullets. Not when no one gets <laughs> hit by them. Like, like, like uh, Gordon gets fucking shot in the chest in one episode. Yeah, like, yeah, they could dark. they could go to a a darker place with that in in the DC stuff. Yeah, but I really like the the longer arc. There's a I the can't Marvel remember what ha- why he had this, but there was the. Arc in Batman anime adventures where Barbara dies. Yeah, it was a it was a it was a dream yeah dream sequence brought on by they, the Scarecrow. They yeah, they kind of reference the Killing Joke and then like yeah it was it kind of yeah and then they all could go after Bruce and he like fucking legs it with, legs Bane it with Robin and Nightwing. Bane goes after him as well. Yeah, it? and Bane throws him and Gordon off a uh, off a roof and that's why it's a it's a bad nightmare from Barbara. So she was also that refer- was also reference because he had he held him like giving them yeah. I think that's uh, a pretty like, good bit where I think Bane smashes a bit of like a wall and all the rocks come down and Batman takes off his cape, clicks in his cape and just smacks Bane in the face with this with his cape <laughs> full of rocks. That was really yeah. cool. And obviously you had other like Marvel had loads of nineties series as well. We had Hulk, um Fantastic Four, yeah, Iron Man, Man and Silver Hulk, Surfer Hulk is, Witch. Like 
Hulk only did two seasons, and it's really yeah, it's cool. really good. Like, it's really good at understanding what the Hulk was like. Crossover with Iron Man was good. Though. Yeah, yeah, but but also the way the Hulk breaks down of like the first season is classic Green Hulk storylines, and it's the like the Bruce Banner not wanting to be the Hulk anymore, and then the second season. There's great. Yeah, he, as well. he can and, split and between the two, can't he? He can change and you have, like, the battles in his mind between Grey and Green, and which one will come out. Yeah, and they, they had She Hulk with him as well in that one, yeah, didn't they? which is and, pretty cool. And being just way more at peace with being like, she's like, what? This is awesome. Yeah. I have superpowers, which is you know weird considering that she's the one that can't turn back. Yeah, yeah. and but she's also in control of herself. Yeah. So I guess. And uh, the other great series that you know is actually very well Right now is Agents of Smash or something. Yeah, which is, yes, is. terrible. I've heard. Like, Je- Je- like, Jeff Loeb just doing complete. It's crap, Hulk, I think. Red Hulk, She Hulk, and uh, what's his name? What's his Scar? His son, who I think is yes, an A bomb. Who's like uh, Rick Jones, the Abomination, who I think is voiced by Seth Green. Oh, I just remembered uh, also the great like. Uh, use of the leader in the Hulk. Series. Yeah, he was great. Yeah, he was. He was. I was for him. He was really. So creepy. says the leader. Be defeated by a hat. Yeah. yeah, that was that was the cool thing about the Marvel stuff was it crossed over like the X Men yeah. turned up. Uh, did Spider Man turn up? There in was the there, there was a the bit when the Emcron crystal was creating, you know, messing up the Earth, and yeah. there was a bit where Spider Man webs some people. You don't see Spider, you see his hand web someone, and then but, Thor turns up. I think. But I think there is one episode where. Where Spider-Man thinks he might be. Yeah, mutant, which happens he, in Spider-Man, yeah, and he, he yeah. shows up and he's like, Professor X, help me. And he's like, you're not mutant, I'm not going to help you. He's like, you're a racist, Professor X. <laughs> but then but then the X-Men kind of do end up helping. Yeah, it's a Spider-Slayer episode, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And isn't um, that one where Alistair Smythe gets turned into like a weird... Oh, that's when Smythe becomes the weird like demon Yeah, thing. he gets thrown in like wings. some acid or something. And he's got like, yeah, he's got like... He's, the wings are like those... They're like tentacles that shoot lasers out, aren't they? Yeah, they're so weird. I know. Aren't they like... I never understood that. Who's the hunter guy in Spider-Man series? Craven. Craven, no, he's awesome. Yeah. I love Craven. It's like Freddie Mercury. It's great. But but they also have, like, uh, the Punisher turns up in Spider-Man as just Blade. Yeah, Blade, yeah. Uh, so a lot, of, yeah, a lot of great cameos. Ghost yeah. Rider turns up in the Hulk show and the Iron Man Captain show. America. Yeah, I, Captain America. Yeah, Captain America turns up in uh, Fantastic Four. Basically, all, and they, these guys were all voiced by um, characters that, you know, they, they appeared in the other Marvel shows. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, that's not to say there wasn't great continuity between uh, the DC shows, obviously. No, because the DC they, shows they made the Justice yeah, which show yeah, after yeah, that. which evolved. Yeah, they did. They did after Superman. They did Batman Beyond, which then led into then they did Just, Justice League, then Justice League Unlimited. And they like, that was that like Justice League Unlimited episode when it was against yeah, where where they go, where they they, they time jump yeah, and they and show all the different time periods. They're walking and John Stewart manages turns into uh, Hal Jordan. Yeah, and he's like, "What happened? Yeah. Uh, I don't know." And he turns it's back. Hal Jordan, like, now, I'm up to date. So like, it's like Nathan Fillion doing the voice for it. Yeah, so and it's just like, it's really. really DC have that. been really consistent with like if they found a good voice actor. Yeah, they, they, they keep guy, doing like, it. Yeah, like Kevin Conroy has been yeah. the voice of Batman in almost everything since that the original yeah. Batman anime. He wasn't series. in. Assault in Arkham, though, was it? I think, you know, it was him. He was? Yeah, oh, it was right. him, yeah. He has pretty much done it for 20 years, and, and, and like, there's been very Mark few times where they haven't called upon him to do it. Yeah. Like, he is very good. And the same with, like, Mark Hamill has not done it a few more times in Kevin Conroy. Well, he has, well, he, well, he's, he's actually he's said he's now, quit, so, like, yeah. gone, I'm not doing it again, because I've done it for ages and let someone else do yeah. it. Yeah. Because you go back to Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I mean, he is cast in Seven, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's just always growing up with giant long Jedi beard. And yeah, so yeah, he's appearing. Oh, he didn't get that? injured on set, at least. You know, Harrison Ford getting squished by the the Falcon door, which is pretty, <laughs> which is pretty hilarious. It's like, Arr! 
for getting so confused. So you can avoid stormtrooper shots, which are magical, apparently very accurate, but you can't avoid a slow-moving that, door. <laughs> that's easily explained, force. Yeah, and and I think yeah. Just I just want to like just laugh, laugh, you know, Harrison Ford getting confused like, by who he's playing. Han never used, like, learned to control the Force, but has, like, a really, I mean, if you want to be high midichlorian count or whatever. Yeah. But well, he's, he's like, when he goes, I have bad feeling about this kind of thing. So that's, that's a yeah. Force. Yeah. Power, Everyone yeah. says that, though. They make it, <laughs> well, well, that's also a running theme yeah. throughout Star Wars, but. There's actually a thing like that in the, uh, in the KOTOR games, in the yeah. second one. There's like there's the pilot guys like always goes Atten. Atten yeah. Atten. 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 Oh, there's best coat in video games ever. And and he has the great power of like Pazak in his head. The, he it? just yeah. plays Pazak in his head so you can't listen to his thoughts. Oh, I I love Kotor too. It's good, and, yeah. Um uh, Darth Treyer. Uh, Darth Nihilus, he was he's the bomb. But no that like that like trio Darth Sion, the three of yeah. all th- all three of them are awesome. Uh, fucking I'm I am going to have to try and play the, the old public MMO again just for the story. Yeah. Have you seen that DLC where it's like you've got to go after Raven? Raven. Oh, Raven. Yeah, yeah, Raven. The... yeah, yeah. And then like when you get there, it's like he talks to a Force Ghost, and the Force Ghost is the um, uh, the Outcast. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's like okay. It's supposed to be like that, and it, it, they reference it. It's like oh god, it's really cool. It's like that's supposed to be the person in. Because they left Kotor 2 on kind of a cliffhanger. Yeah, most yeah. you survive. If you if you do light the, side, the, you survive, don't you? And then the, the dark side, there you was, die. Look, there was definitely supposed to be more stuff with uh, go to. Yeah, yeah go to. <laughs> which is which is. I never got that joke. Let's go to the. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's a coding joke because it's go to line. Yeah. Let's go to the. Uh, the it's the, big, big, big the robot thing that's like the head of. Um, What's the fucking crime syndicate called? I thought it was. I thought it was called. I fucking don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've played so long. Is that, that, is that the one with that? If you're, if you're, if you're in the dark side, you get the Wookiee, and if you're in the light side, you get the girl. Yeah. Don't you? Yes. Yeah. Which annoyed me because I liked the Wookiee better, but well, Hanhar. Yeah. Hanhar was great. So I remember trying to do my dark side run through and getting really pissed off because I've tried to track. I kept being moral and good, and like, oh damn it, like light side points. <laughs> Hanar was better than Salbar from the first one as well. Yeah. So what it was called? Yeah. Probably get back on topic. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I can, I there can... are Star Wars comics, so this is kind of relevant. <laughs> that, that's... Yeah. So so on com- on Star Wars comics and animated series, we'll just talk about the Clone Wars for the next Yeah. <laughs> could do that. Oh, really let, count let, let's not do yeah. that. I like the Clone Wars, I don't uh, Yeah, I really like it. Well, you know, we've done, we've done sort of 90 series, haven't we? You know, we've mentioned Ooh. that they're great. Kind of the summation of that was the too long didn't listen. That was basically it. Uh, That was the pinnacle of like cartoon superhero stuff. Yeah, I think since there there have been very few shows since that have been truly brilliant. I think I think X Men Evolution was alright. It was alright. It was just kind of weird how it was set up. You know, it was set up with you know half you know the younger students all being in a high school while also boarding at the Xavier Institute, which I thought was weird. Are they? um, Isn't there a Spider Man series running at the moment? Yeah, like Ultimate Spider-Man, but I'm, uh, I no, it's not very good. I don't think any of their I did like good. Um, Spectacular Spider-Man. Yeah, Spectacular Spider-Man. We've got good. a great, got a great theme tune. Not on our list. No, we won't. Well, no, spectacular, spectacular Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah, it's good. Uh, <laughs> that um, Avengers: Earth's Mightiest Heroes. That was a really good show. Uh, only ran for two seasons, obviously, because this was at the time when Marvel. I don't know. I think I think it came on when uh, it was supposed to be an intro for kids for the Avengers film. Yeah. So it was sort of all leading up to this, and that was great. It had lots of good old classic um, stories done into it, sort of in the same way that 
the X Men Batman series sort of did there it. There haven't been a lot of like really long running superhero. No, not for a, other than the ones. In I guess Beware the Batman went on for a while. Um, but well, that, the Batman went on for a while. The, 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 the series, the, quite the, a while. the Batman series, that came oh, straight after the animated. Yeah, series. after Justice League, that was when it started. Yeah, and that was quite good. That had a, that was definitely. Um, that that got better as it went along because it, it that was that was in the vein Batgirl. of the animated series. Yeah, was really and had cool. like and it, and it started started out quite dark, but then after it introduced Batgirl in season two, then it was Robin in season three. It started becoming quite you know quite fun actually. And it, oh, I guess and the theme tune sort of evolved into like the old like no 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 stuff. That's how it sort of did, and it was kind of fun. On on that, uh, on brave and the bold. You don't like uh, the brave and bold? I don't. I don't like. I, I, the only reason I can deal with 60s Batman is because I don't really view it as Batman. Like, Batman shouldn't be like that. You know, this is a very bigoted view of Batman. All Batmans are, are good. Not all Batmans okay, are born no. equal. Not all Batmans only, are only, only equal. Only if the name if it's like George Clooney and maybe Val Kilmer. Or if it's Dick Grayson that's Batman. Yeah, yeah I don't really like that either. I actually, like, really like that arc, but, uh, just... It's not Batman. I'm gonna go Alan Moore and say I don't really like that arc. It's not really my, for me. I just don't like Dick Grayson. <laughs> it's fucking well, in general, we don't like him. But no, I think he's a dick. No. What, Dick Grayson? Yeah. <laughs> dick! Bruce, Bruce, Bruce. Is, his name, is his name Richard, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Like, his birth certificate is Richard, okay. Otherwise his parents really hated him. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> right, Tim Drake Dick is just a much better Robin. Yeah, he's, he's a much better Robin, but... I don't know. I, I I do prefer Dick Grayson as Nightwing personally, but I do like. Uh, but I, I prefer the relationship between Bruce and Dick than I do not <laughs> Bruce and uh, Nightwing than I do. Uh, do you know who I think is good Nightwing Tim. voice actor? I think it's because I was reading Batman comics in the period yeah, when Nightwing was really fucking whiny. Yeah, which I guess was going to happen. You know, I'm pretty Neil sure. Yes, Neil Patrick yeah, Harris in, uh, in Red, Red Hood. Hood. Yeah, I well, I'm sure, like, like we would come a bit whiny, you know. I'm pretty sure uh, an evil raven blew up the priest at his wedding to Starfire at one point. Yeah, don't be whiny, be angry. Dude, if you were going to marry Starfire and Raven blew up the priest, you'd be pretty pissed off. I don't know, Starfire doesn't have any personality. She did in the 80s. <laughs> the thing no, is, in the no, new you're thinking t- of boobs, and she's always had those. Boobs? <laughs> in the new Teen Titans, it's really it's quite weird because, like, it's Cassie Sandsmark, you know, uh, Wonder Girl. And she's like, she's flirting with Robin the entire time. <laughs> and like, she actually sleeps with Robin in it. But like, it's, it's, you ever see it, but it's implied, and you pretty much know that they, they do it. For kids. It's actually really, there's a lot of animal themes in it, like one of the, um. She has sex with Robin. For the kids. For the kids, yeah. I guess, uh, it's, um. It's those green pants that do it. And those pixie boots. Because oh, it yeah. is Tim Drake in that. Because it's Tim oh, Drake, yeah. Robin. Oops, so no pixie boots. No, oh, it's yeah. Hood. It's like. Hood's boring. It's about pixie <laughs> boots. That's why Carrie Kelly's the best, because it's because the Robin costume is designed for girls, and she also appears in a uh, in Batman and Animated series as well. Carrie Kelly. Um, is, is, is there anything? Oh, you briefly mentioned Beware the Batman, which is great, and I'm sad was cancelled. It's only gonna ever have 26 episodes, but it's so good. It's really yeah, the CG animated one, yeah. Which, like, because I was initially really turned off by the CG stuff. Yeah. It's actually... Well, I guess, like... It actually has a really cool aesthetic, and it's just really well written. Well, taking it back to what you're saying about there hasn't really been any really long-running superhero animated theme, uh, animated cartoon for a while. Um, it's basically because they keep getting cancelled, and yeah. I think the best example of something getting cancelled that was great was Young Justice, which only, oh, ran, only, ran, only ran for two seasons, but it was basically... Uh, Toy thing, wasn't it? It was. It was to do with the toys. And Beware the Batman, Teen Titans, and uh, Young Justice. Their toys didn't sell. So yeah. But 
uh, Young Justice, it was basically a, a like a more adult Gritty. version of, yeah. of the Teen but, Titans cartoon, which was Teen Titans cartoon, which was great as well, which was anime is inspired. The, is that like the teams? No, those cartoons seem to skew yeah. older and not to an age group that will buy the toys. Yeah, in yeah. all of the shows. Yeah, but it was a uh, it was i.e. us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, Young Justice was a great show. It was um, basically about. Um, the, the sidekicks of the major Justice League heroes all teaming yeah. up to make their own and like young just, Justice team, and obviously they can't use the word Teen Titans copyright. Yeah, so whatever. But like they're just known as the team. Yeah, the team, yeah, and they and they do lots of great adventures, and it was a great show. Like, it's not just like having Teen Titans; it's already established that the Teen Titans are together at the start of the show, isn't it? Is is it? No, I think it's established that the sidekicks, most of the sidekicks, know each other, but they don't work. They've never worked together, and then they all... live together and all. Yeah, then they, they, they live together inside. But uh, like inside of in Young Justice, like it's, like it's like the first episode is them all get together, and it's actually the origin story of Superboy. Yeah, and the first and there's a and the entire series works really well because there's a massive uh, there's like a conspiracy behind it all, and there's like Vandal Savage. Working that actually carries the, on for both seasons. Yeah, Vandal Savage working in the background, which actually then, isn't concluded at the end no. of the second season. <laughs> no, so. I think one of the reasons why maybe it failed was because the second series does a really weird thing and it jumps five years ahead, and so there's a lot. You have to, so you've got to figure out okay. a lot of what happens. The game in fills the middle. Yeah, yeah. Like so, so obviously, season first, death, first season death. starts with like Robin, Robin, Speedy. Aqualad. Um, so it's Robin, it's Robin, Speedy, Aqualad, and Kid Flash. Kid Flash, yeah. And then, and then Superman, Superboy comes into when they find him inside a lab. Yeah. And then it jumps five years ahead for the second series. So Robin's now Nightwing. Yeah. And Superboy's had Superboy's the way they cloned him. He doesn't age, so he still looks the same. That's why when you watch the second series first time, you get really confused because obviously McGann doesn't age. Yeah. And, and then Mar- Martian, Martian comes in because she's you know a Martian, and then you got. Superboy looks exactly the same, and then you see Robin, but the Robin Robin's different. like six foot now, and he's like massive, then, and like he's Nightwing. But now. then you see like a Robin in the team, and it's just like it's, it's like wait, that's not that's not Robin. He's dressed differently. And he's he's got, <laughs> he's got a bow staff, and it's just like oh, it's Tim Drake. Right? Okay. I think one of the things of like well, maybe something that season two sort of did wrong was it they didn't have enough of the older members of the Justice League. So it's sort of while the first series like had them in in it a bit, the second series sort of gets rid of them. And so I think that it series could have done with that a little bit more, which would have been nice to see, so, you know, some of these. Yeah, older the second series lacks does lack the older ones. And uh, but although I do love what it does with, uh, you know, it introduces like Blue Beetle, um, Batgirl, uh, a Tim Drake, Robin, um, Blue. Uh, did I say Blue Beetle already? Yeah, yeah, sorry. But it's <laughs> not. It's not um, Ted Cord. No, it's yeah. It, it alludes to other things like. Um, but it explains like, what happened. Uh, Jason, died, Jason being dead. Um, Ted Cord, Blue Beetle being dead. Like other things. Like, Jason being dead was such a setup to bring in the Red Hood. Yeah, and then they never got around to it. But the, but the second series was good as well. That had a long-running theme to it, and that was pretty brilliant. And I love... Well, my my called, favorite thing about it was how they... The they, second they, season was actually called Invasion, wasn't it? Yeah, but they kept Nightwing out of pretty much all the fights until, like, okay. the final episode where he gets, Freaking like, surrounded nice. by ninjas and he just fucking takes them all out with, like, barely <laughs> doing anything. It's like... That was great. Like, why? Why hasn't he been fighting throughout the rest of the season? He's like, because he take, he took, he's, he's on command, isn't he? Yeah, I think that like they try to get him into a fight early on, but I think it's like pushed through a door or something by someone. So these other, so he gets locked behind a door and they have a fight, and he's like, open it up, and goes, oh, you don't need my help, and it's like, damn it, I haven't been doing any fighting recently. It's like, yeah, she gets really angry. Fighting dick. He does right. a lot of detective work though when he's finding the that. Fight, yeah. Dick. yeah, we're not going to ruin actually. I this is one song we've been ruining a lot, but we probably won't ruin this one because we actually want you to go watch it because this is actually a yeah. really good season. season. Yeah, we haven't spoiled that. No, much. we just talked about like. I think I have. I think yeah. I have said a few things that I'm, I'm a bit. After I say, it, I'm a bit like, oh shit, shit. I think that was probably the last truly great um, animated series. I think at the moment we're sort of in like a, like a crisis mode for superhero <laughs> comics, for superhero cartoons because 
Because last last two great ones have been cancelled. Like, yeah, and that's not really good because you know all we got currently at the moment is uh, we got some ones on Disney. Uh, you know, we got Ultimate Spider-Man, we got Avengers Assemble, and Hulk's Angel Smash, which all aren't I've heard aren't great. And you know, Warner Brothers have got like their decimation yeah, this, thing, which is mostly the season shorts. two first arc for the Avengers Assemble is the Thanos Initiative. Yeah. The DC Nation uh, animated movies of all Yeah, they, they, yeah the animated movies DC do great, Red which Hood is where Marvel falls recommend. down because they, those aren't great. Those are terrible. Yeah, Marvel animated films just aren't What's great. What's that CG one that's come out and had its main... It's, it's like Hulk, uh, Hulk and Iron Man. They did like Hulk and... They did Hulk and... No, they did um, Iron Man and Captain America. Yeah, and they're just not, they're just not really animated that well. But, um, so... Because this is already a, like a longer-than-usual episode, we should quickly run through. We did a, a top ten... Of our favourite like theme songs from from these shows. Yeah, so so we'll so we'll inter- we just we just we'll, we'll just say the list one by one, and then we we'll start with our dishonourable mention. Oh, our, our, yeah, our dishonourable mention for being fucking terrible is uh, is the the first theme tune to nineties Fantastic Four cartoon. Yeah, the, the season one theme for, for Fantastic Four is terrible, and <laughs> and I'll put a little bit of that in, but I won't put like, that because it's sometimes the, the theme isn't is, is terrible, but the actual intro is good. Now the intro is terrible, yeah. and the theme's terrible. Right, so that was our dishonourable mention. It's not a good show either, really. Nah, so. <laughs> Coming in at number yeah. 10 is Swamp Thing. Yeah. Swamp Thing. <laughs> which is kind of a so bad it's good. Yeah, and it sort song. of misses the point of Swamp Thing, which makes it even better. So that's it's, number 10. It's ridiculous. And, and yeah. The thing is about most intros is they always beef up the hero and make him look really like powerful. This one. But this he literally just gets his ass kicked the entire intro. <laughs> Right, and that was number 10. So here at number 9... Number 9 is uh, The Avengers, Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Oh, is that, one, is that the, like, the 
punk, like the rock one. Yeah, yeah. with the uh, the rock rock style intro, which is pretty awesome, and it has uh, the intro itself has a load of like Hydra robots taking over New York, which is pretty cool. Obviously, because all of Marvel Universe is New York. <laughs> Hydra. Yeah. And, and that's a Germany, and that's it. <laughs> And number eight, we have Hulk from the 90s, which is pretty epic. Yes, yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> list. I did get, so I, I had a moment of like, what's that in there? Oh yeah, it was. That that one is, is kind of weird because the theme song is, is good, but the like animation for the intro is, is amazing. amazing. Yeah, so it's definitely worth uh, like, like looking at pausing this video and having a look at it. And uh, we got number seven. Seven, seven, Lois and Clark: The New Adventures of Superman. Oh, that was that was inspirational. It's it's just like such a good Superman. Like, oh, it's heroic and he's having adventures, and he, and and saving the world. And he's tanned. <laughs> he's he's so tanned. But you know, problem, a man who spends his time in the sun, it should probably happen. The problem with that series is that if you listen to that intro. While you watch someone get mugged, you try and help them because you'd feel so heroic. <laughs> <laughs> and you just get stabbed. Is that the good thing about that? It's <laughs> not a good thing. You get stabbed and die. <laughs>
And number, number six, we have Captain America from the uh, from the sixties. So <laughs> when Captain America throws his mighty shield, <laughs> which we've we've heard many a spoof of, and it's uh, you should look up a lot. Yeah, from the from the how it how it should have ended versions of it, pretty great. And the, and the one we the uh, oh, fuck, what was it called? Uh, the the warp zone one. That was yes. great. Yeah. yeah. Just masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> when Captain America throws his mighty shield, all those who chose to oppose his shield must yield. If he's led to a fight and a duel is due, then the red and the white and the blue will come through when Captain America throws his mighty shield. Number five. Five, five, five. five. Is... <laughs> Is the classic seventies uh, Linda Carter woman Wonder Woman Wonder Woman <laughs> that, that George was getting annoyed at me for for not liking the actual show? Yeah, because it's great. I've only seen it, the pilot, but it's brilliant. It's it's, <laughs> it's really hard to go back and watch now because it's like Don't you say they that, didn't though. have a lot of money to make superhero shows in the seventies, right? They had so Linda Carter though. It looks really cheap. It just, it just does. does. Everything from the seventies looks really cheap. Not. Star Wars movies. <laughs> Are you re- oh, okay. <laughs> that was the only 70s thing that I could immediately think of. Right. Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman. All the world's waiting for you. And the power you possess. In your satin tights, fighting for your rights. And the old red, white, and blue. We got. We have number, number four. Number four is our Teen Titans. Teen Titans, that is bit, just bit of J-pop. You know, which you know, car. which you know, we're not, we're not normally into because that stuff shit. But no, no, J-pop is great. The only thing better than J-pop is K-pop. Oh, that? Korean oh, pop. Korean yeah. pop. Oh, right. Isn't that like Gangnam Style? Or what? Uh, yeah. Well, I guess, but right. I don't know. I'm, I'm not. I, I like it when it's like weirdly. Uh, it's like weirdly punk rock, but still like very cutesy. Yeah. 
Right, number three. Yeah, the old classic. It is. Everyone should be singing along to the the '60s Spider-Man theme song. Yeah, you should. Do which, uh, which you know, Spider-Man. collective Spider-Man. You know, people's memories of it cannot seem to let go of. You know, it was in Amazing Spider-Man Two. It's in every single Spider-Man film at some point, which isn't plus, a bad thing. But plus, plus, like just frames from that show have just become yeah like, internet famous. Just, just everywhere on the internet. Yeah, <laughs> because it's ridiculous. I know it's so good. The, the animation is is absolutely appalling and so cheap. <laughs> yeah, so cheap it's that so if cheap. you watch him swinging around, they'll they'll do one bit you of animation. The frames. They'll do yeah, then they then they repeat they repeat the same bits of animation, but yeah. they they cut it in between with like uh, him flying towards the camera, but then it'll do the yeah. same bit of swinging again. And they only have like four different ways of him swinging, so it's great. <laughs> it's funny because like there's a bit when a girder's fall and he swings underneath and as he catches it. Half swing just stops, stops and then swings the other way. Because <laughs> we need to see him catch the girder first. Yeah, catch the girder, stop, and keep swinging. Because, you know, it's Spider-Man, it's Spider-Man, F's physics. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing a physics degree, yeah. I know. Screw physics. <laughs> Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. Spins a web, any size. Lots of brutal messaging there. Yeah, lots of uh, lots hope. of random words yeah, in the background. W- words that some are like hope, justice, anarchy, courage, and then there are like corruption. Yeah, <laughs> intercut with some uh, some some crazy disco dancing as well. Also, we didn't mention it, disco, but Batman like, Beyond, good show. Yeah, oh, well, so we, I think we did mention. It. We, 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 we did we, briefly we, mention. Briefly, it. Yeah, we mentioned it, but where, we actually, I don't think we should put it up. We did, did we? Don't briefly, we did. but only like we spoke about this, and then they went into yeah, they went into Justice League. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, it's a great yeah. show. You should check it out. Guess what's number one, everyone? 
Number one is Super Friends. That's right. The number one theme song, Super Friends. Super Friends, yeah. No, it's how could it not be X Men? It's just great, and for all those who are on the Ultly Run, you'll remember it. Yeah. You'll remember us walking down. Actually, no, I probably, because it's the Ultly One, I don't remember it. No, how many of us? There was like 15 of us. Ain't no one gonna fuck with a bunch of people going. <laughs> down the rest is the X-Men. Being, conf- you know, confusing the fuck out of everyone. Yeah, that was quick to Wendell. Especially when we walked past the skate park and we started doing Yeah, it. they were like, what the fuck are these nerds doing? <laughs> it's like, nerds! Nerd and proud! Nerd. <laughs> and then, then fucking Ellie turns up at the library, not in costume. Not in think costume. She, with she's with a mate, with a mate. Thinks she's allowed to sit with us. What a bitch. <laughs> Ellie, where's our theme tune? So before we, we wrap up, what is coming up over the next couple of weeks for the society? Next couple of weeks, we'll, we'll see what's happening. I've got to, uh, we're going to try and get into the Travelling Man Lounge to watch some movie films. Uh, Roger Corman's Fantastic Four. That's yes. what's coming up. Mm-hmm. It's going to be shit. It's going to be great at the same time. It's going to be earnest. And it's going to be life-changing for some of you folks. Ro- Roger Corman, known for one thing, saving money. Yeah. <laughs> He's good at it, though. Yeah. Yeah. I think we need to definitely have a viewing when uh, Kai's Guys come out DVD. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. We'll get, get Matt to buy a DVD. Buy it. Story will buy it. Yeah. I'll get it for Christmas, probably, so. Uh, what's, what's the next big... Oh, Birdman is coming out at um, the film festival. Yeah. It isn't, like, technically ba- like a comic Superhero film, base, but, but it is. a superhero yeah. film. And it looks pretty entertaining. Yeah, so I'm up for going to see that. Yeah, I think we should try. Yeah, we'll, go, we'll try and do an event for that. See how many people. Like a superhero film I recommend that's not a main combat. I'm not sure if it is. It might be actually. Might be stupid, but it's Super, which we watched the other day. Yeah, Super's awesome. Yeah, super's great. Messed up, but it's awesome. <laughs> uh, is is there anything else coming up? Just it's just regular like so, yeah, just regular events. I mean, we've got bowling. Then we'll probably be in Chairman Lounge, and then after that, I think we'll. Maybe just do maybe just do another bar night. I think with yeah. comic books and stuff, and go somewhere new. I think. And if people yeah. if people just want to like, lots of us go to the quiz every Wednesday at Fab. So yeah. You just want to hang out with us. It's not like an official comic suck event, yeah. but we're happy to see people there, and we'll we'll find places on Teams for you and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry. Like, none of us have an advantage. Like, as a Scottish person who didn't know any answers about Scotland. Yeah. So. <laughs> That was on, uh, on, when, on, on That was like, it was like the last question was like 10 points, six, 8 points, 6 points. Really? Yeah. It was question Katie didn't get it until the end. Oh, <laughs> we got it right away and it was like, it was like Ooh, the national, national thing, unicorn. Oh, Scotland. And she yeah. just sat there like, we had, ah. until, we had to wait until Fistles got mentioned. She she didn't know about the line in the unicorn. Yeah. About, the, uni- about the unicorn being the national animal. Okay. 
Like I I know that because there's a whole thing from like growing up on the border on the other yeah. side. <laughs> All those unicorns. Like, the Am first right? thing was it has the biggest tree this... in Europe. So I was like, that was <laughs> no one was going to get that one. Uh, was it the biggest or the oldest? Was the oldest? Was it? it was the biggest. Biggest, yeah. I might have guessed it. Germany or something, they've got big trees. Yeah, that's true. All right. See, I was going to go to Canada, whereas it's not in Europe. <laughs> Keep watching the skis! Thank you. 